Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Puck Placement Podcast presented by Sports Ethos. I'm your host, Joe Rat, again, and uh, we'll be covering the Metropolitan Division today. Uh, we've covered the Pacific and the Central uh, and the West, and now we head to the East. Uh, again, I'm joined by Dovey Goldman. How are we doing? We're good. We're good. Awesome. Yeah, thanks for jumping on earlier than we expected, but... Uh, Definitely want to hammer this one out. This is an exciting division. The Eastern Conference is more interesting to me uh, uh, versus the West. But, um, yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, first up, we've got the Hurricanes from Carolina. They added Michael Bunting. Uh, they also added uh, Dmitry Orlov and Tony D'Angelo in um, what is, I think, the deepest defensive group in the league. Um what do you think about those additions? Um, I think that, you know, they definitely strengthened their strengths in terms of their offense, in terms of their defense, you know, Orlov just is an addition to an embarrassment to riches with Burns, Slavin, Shea, and Pesci, which already would have been a very high ranked top four. And you just added another high quality defenseman and you, D'Angelo definitely could help them, you know, on the power play, I'm not sure how him and Burns are going to work together because Burns kind of uh, usurped that role last year and was very good at doing it. Um, so that's interesting to see how it's going to play out. But overall, um, I really like the moves that they made. I do think their forwards are like they're not as deep as they have been in the past. Uh, pardon. Oh, no, I didn't say anything. Uh, okay. Um, like, I, I think Bunting definitely is not worth $4.5 million a year, and I think eventually they're going to get to see that. Um, they have some interesting guys who definitely are in contract years, like uh, Martin Nikish and Tilda Taravainen. Uh Also, Seth Jarvis, definitely looking at him to take a big step forward and earn a big contract. Um, and their goaltending also is just weird. Like, you know, you, they have three quality guys to which definitely have health concerns. Um, and it seems like kind of, they just like couldn't find better options with, you know, Frederick Anderson. So they just went back together. So I don't anticipate all three of these goaltenders staying. No. Um, Oh, that will be on this roster by the end of the year. I just don't think it can happen. I mean, I mean, Kachekov could be sent down, but how do you justify sending him down with all the very solid play that he's given them? Um, I think that that could, like that, that could, like you know, put him in an uncomfortable position where he's going to want to trade. So yeah, I think I don't think I, I think Ranta's going to get traded, or Anderson has a modified no trade, so maybe him. Um, definitely, I'm not sure what the timeline is on Svechnikov to come back, but that's like their best forward, in my opinion. I think he's better than Aho, at least offensively. Aho's definitely better two-way. Um, and we're really not going to get to see them at full force until he, he returns. Yeah, it looks like, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen any in terms of when he'll be back officially, but uh, he well, he got injured in March, and it was a eight month recovery. Yeah, so it'll probably be a month or so, um, but I expect him to be. I mean, it'd be unfair to expect him to be hundred percent where he was when he where they left off, but um, I think this group can hold their own until he gets back and then they're going to just take off. And I think their D group is offensive enough to kind of cover a little bit of that up. I think uh, Tara Vinen is a fine fill in for now on that left wing, the second line left wing. And I think Natchez took a big step. I think he takes an even bigger step. I know he added some muscle, um, muscle weight in the off season, um, and it was nice to see Kakiyami, Kakiyami, um really show out and prove that uh, he is worthy of a you know top six role last year. 
Um, yeah, like you said, Jarvis has to take a stride, uh, another stride. I think he just needs to bulk up, get that, uh, get that finishing touch into it. Cause he gets a lot of opportunities with Ajo gets into good areas, good scoring areas, uh, not afraid to get in front of the net. Um, and that's where I think Bunting adds, uh, hey, hey, yeah, sure. don't know how we got cut off there, but we'll just, uh, take it from where we left off. I think I was talking to, what was the last thing I said? I mean, I said um, you have them winning the division, right? Yeah, uh, but I was starting to go on my rant. All right, so I I missed the rant. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I hope Shmeshikov comes back uh, ready to roll and not a little slower and whatnot. But, yeah, he's definitely definitely the key for their cup run. Um, They'll be fine without him, I think. Like we highlighted the defense acquisitions, those help with the offensive side along with the defensive depth. Um, Jarvis needs to simply uh, show off a better shot, a better finishing touch. He gets plenty of opportunities being on the line with Ajo and now with Bunting, I think it'll help him as well. Um, Natchez really came into his own last year and I think he elevates even more this year. The guy is uh hell of a playmaker and he's got a good shot um i'm interested to see what jack drury does he you know high highly touted prospect he's now gonna get maybe i mean obviously not top six role but i want him to maybe push for a third line spot but you know stalls there um still um so it'll be interesting to see how that progresses um the goalie situation that you highlighted i I'm less worried about that, but I do agree. They should think uh, there's plenty of teams that need goalies and Ranta could even be a starter. He could, I would think maybe, I don't know if they would think about giving him to the lightning because obviously the same conference and that would be kind of awkward, but depending on the return that lightning would be willing to offer. um, That's something to think about, but I doubt they do it. Um, but like I said, like I would take them back onto the Blackhawks yesterday. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, not a, I mean, it's going to be, this is, I think, going to be a less competitive than the Atlantic division. Um, I think some of the teams behind the Hurricanes fall off. We'll get to that in a second. I just think it's, you know, they're a wagon. They're going to be one or two in the division, depending on, uh, how Shmeshnikov comes back, I'm not worried about them as far as contention at all. Uh, yeah, like, I, I definitely think they're going to challenge for the division. I just happen to I, – I don't – I know their goaltending has been so good. I just don't believe in it. In the health, in – I've seen Frederick Anderson at, at his highs and at his lows. So – and Kachekov is going to emerge, but he's not going to get the lion's share of the starts just because of the other names in the room. I have them like coming in second, okay. Because and, and I'm not really sure who's going to win the division. Like you know, I have other teams. Where, like you know, I think Pittsburgh maybe could have a rebound year. I think I, I like a lot of the things they did. I think the Rangers maybe you know it's it's time for them to just emerge. Like they've underperformed year in and year out, and like I could totally see them just like saying now is the time. Yeah. Um, We'll get to those, of course. Right. Um, but, yeah, we're – I guess we're both in lockstep pretty confident about this Hurricane squad. Um, in New Jersey, we have, I think, probably the favorite to win the division. Well, actually, I don't know what the odds are for to, for the division, but uh, I see that Jersey, their over-under is 108.5. and Carolina is the slight favorite. Okay. Um, yeah, Jersey's another strong candidate to win the division. I have Hurricanes Jersey one or uh, one two, depending. On, you know, you can check up that order. Um, I don't think it matters much, and maybe, um, but uh, they the Devils lose uh, Thomas Tatar, Igor Sharangovich, Ryan Graves, Damon Severson, and Miles Wood. Um, they of course added Timo Meyer in the middle of the season last year. Um, they get Tyler Foley 
uh, Nosik and Colin Miller. <clears throat> I'm not sure why they added Colin Miller, but maybe they want to bring along um, Nemich uh, a little slower. Um, I think Nemich is a real deal guy. For sure. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. Yeah. I just don't like Colin Miller as a, I don't care if he's a bottom pairing. I just don't think he's worth it. Um, the goalie tandem, a little worrisome. Absolutely, yeah. Like, um, like Vanacek's done it now for three years, where he's been quality NHL, but he just doesn't wow you. No. Um. Yeah, like it's, and you know, I think the contract is fine of what he signed, and he he's put up serviceable numbers, but ultimately, you know, it's just like not like and, and like the numbers impress you, and but like he's really just been awful in the playoffs each year he's right. played. Right. Yeah, so, that's my concern there as well. What do you think about the? I I think the Foley is a great ad. Um, and Meyer, I think, with a full offseason, full camp, full preseason, I think that'll help. Um, like, he wasn't amazing uh, when he came over, but I think it'll, it'll they'll, they'll both be huge uh, stalwarts in that offense this year. I, I think they're a very deep team. Yeah. Um, and they have young guys who they're expecting to take the next step. Dawson Mercer had an even better year last year than he did the year prior with 56 points in a full season. Um, Nolan Foot is young. They're expecting him to take a jump and be, you know, like a third line left winger. If I had to guess, like he's he's had, you know, a couple cups of coffee, six, seven, six games, um, mostly playing in the minors. But like he had his best season in Utica last year, uh, thirty-seven points in fifty-five games, scored twenty goals. Um, I I think they expect him to be a player. Um, and I think that, you know, low-key, one of the things that they really need if they want to win the division is they need Andre Pilat to be the player he was in Tampa. Healthy yes. and contributing. Yes. Could not agree more. Um, I also think uh, Holtz is going to – could possibly challenge for that third line right wing as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but he, need, he – he, they're not handing him the job. Despite him being no. seventh overall pick three years ago, like he needs to like grab it. He's having a strong preseason, so that's that's encouraging. Obviously. Yeah, very. Um, the fourth line is, you know, no, I, I think no shit combustion. Um, and then McLeod in the middle, but um, who was the guy you mentioned again for the third line? Nolan Foot. Yeah, he could slide in there as well. Yeah, for sure, and and they have you know like quality contributors and Eric Holla, Michael McLeod, Curtis Lazar. Um, I, I like the team. They're going to make the playoffs. Also don't think they're winning the division. The goaltending is a little suspect. And I think that they, they, they sustained some pretty significant losses, as you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. in Graves and um, Miles Wood and some other ones. And I think they'll fall third. Um, and that'll result in a rematch of in the first round for New Jersey versus Carolina. But wow, wow! I like the uh, I like the take. I do think they'll um, get. I I think uh, I haven't bet it yet, but and I don't want to overthink it either. I I think it's predicated on my opinions of the other teams in the division, and we can we can move on to the Rangers actually, um, who I think you might think higher of them than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they added Blake Wheeler. Nick Benino, uh, Pitlick, Eric uh, Gustafson. Um, I think that's pretty much it as far as the additions go. Oh, Jonathan Quick um, as backup goaltender. Weird to see, no? It's a little weird. Pardon? It's a little weird to see Jonathan Quick in Rangers jersey. It is, yeah, going from like just wearing black to. No, it's, he, he stole a cup from them in 2014, and now oh, he's a backup goalie. Right, right. Yeah. That is funny. Yeah, I forgot about that. That that series was so quick. I forgot about it. Um, but uh, yeah, this is something about uh, Kako and Lafriere. Uh, uh, 
Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Yeah, like I'm just not totally sold on them. I do like uh, Heedle. That guy played really well last year. Um, I let me see where I. Um, it's, I, I actually think this team might struggle to make the playoffs. Really? I mean, Shesterkin's really kind of a cheat code. I know, but I think losing – well, not losing. Um, I don't think Wheeler elevates them much. He was pretty good last year. It's more the locker room stuff that's the concern with him. Like he had 50 points at least last year. Yeah, 55 points in 72 games. Like that's – very solid for your sixth or seventh forward. Um, I, I, I agree and understand where you're coming from about the Rangers. Um, and I think that there are definitely parts of the roster that I don't like. Like, I think Keandre Miller is an okay defenseman. I watched him in the playoffs. I didn't think he was good. And, like, I, you know, I, 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 heard, I heard, you know, you hear from, like, you know, all of these different people in the hockey world about how, oh, Keandre Miller, he's going to be a stud, he's great, everything, former first-round pick. He doesn't really wow me whatsoever. Like, I think he's he's fine. Maybe he's a 4D. Like, he's definitely not going to be a top-line defenseman. And, like, I definitely could see it breaking where he's not even a, a second-pair defenseman. He's still wow. young. Um, I, I really – I'm not too high on him. I think Lindgren's better than him for sure. And that works yes. really well with Fox and, yes. and Schneider is a right-hand defenseman. So he's not going to, he's not going to necessarily play on the second line because they have Truba and Fox both in those slots. I think Zach Jones, there's a solid chance he supplants Miller on the second pair. I just, uh, I think Miller really struggles. Like I, I think that he's not like he, he doesn't really impress me. Um, but I'm I'm willing to be proven wrong. I'm open minded about it. I just like think that he's a little bit overhyped. Um, I would agree. I do think at the same time you could say this this defensive group is pretty deep. Yeah, it is. It is, and and to basically have Zach Jones waiting in the wings that he can right. take the step up is very very strong. Yeah. Um, also, they have Matthew Robertson. Um, who's also a semi-highly touted defensive prospect. Um, I think he was a third-round pick a few years ago, and he's emerged. He's a second-round pick in 2019. Um, but that being said, um, I do think that they're, they're – you know, they probably could use another very high-quality defenseman if they really wanted to elevate themselves above the other teams in the division. But Chesterkin also is so unbelievable. He's the favorite to win the Vezina, and he probably will be for the next five years. Um, in terms of the forwards, also, you have the young guys, again, Lafreniere, Kako, need to elevate themselves if they want to take that next step. I do believe they will. Okay. Um, the crazy thing that, you know, in my research of, you know, bets that I like, you can get the Rangers to win the President's Trophy at 13-1, to 1, and I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I do think that is it likely that they're going to win the division and then win the president's trophy? Not necessarily, but you know, in terms of, Oh, who do I like as we'll call it not one of the pseudo favorites. I like them as kind of a small dark horse, you know, like not, you know, a little bit being slept on as they're, they're a team, new coach, Laviolette, you, you go through his coaching track record he has a quick impact that impacts the team to be very strong very quickly. And then it doesn't work out in the long term. You know, three or four years later, he's gone. But um, he does have that quick impact that changes the team philosophy or the team structure to the point where they become a lot better. So I could see them winning the President's Trophy. Um You know, also, like, you know, I see, like, Adam Fox is, like, five to win the, to win the Norris. I, I really can see it uh, once again. And um, he's minus 115 to score over 71 points. Yeah, I think that's a lock. Yeah, um, I like. And, and Shesterkin to win over, 30, over 34 games. That's also a lock. Like, there's, like Sorokin's almost as good. His team is nowhere close, though. Yeah. I have them as a wildcard team. 
possibly. Um, but I think it'll be, I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, 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 I'm not forgetting, but I am like forgetting how good their, their top six can be and probably will be. Um, I just, for whatever reason, I have this gut feeling that it's going to be a struggle. Um, but um, do you have them? Well, actually, well, the other New York team, the Islanders, I think are in a similar spot. Um, they're, they're much worse in terms of scoring, a scoring team. They also have a juggernaut goalie. Um, and uh, Sorokin, who I love. Um, their goaltending was great last year. Even Varlamov uh, held his own at the advanced stage that he is. Um, I think the keys for them, for the Islanders, as we shift gears, is uh, Wallstrom and Fashing. I think they have real skill and talent. It's just a matter of can they elevate that scoring that they lacked last year. Barzell moves, uh, is going to be on the wing uh, next to Horvat. Uh, for the start of the season, um, I think that'll be interesting. Hopefully, Barzell shoots more. Um, it's kind of been his, um, I don't know what you call it, his weakness, I guess. He looks to pass more often um, when he has a good shot. So, I where do you see, do you think they'll make the playoffs? No, I don't. I do not. I, I, I really think, I think this team is a little bit over the hill, despite the fact that they have... Dobson and Wallstrom, uh, you know, on the under end of the team. And, you know, Barzell's only 26. He's still really, really coming into his own in the league. He is a star, but he is still young. Um, I I really think that some of the choices Lou Lamorello made in terms of the contracts that he's handed out um, are really going to start to present themselves as poor decisions long term. Um, and like, you know, Jean-Gabriel Peugeot signed a six-year deal three years ago. He's three years left, including this year. Um, and he really hasn't performed to expectations. Kyle Palmieri has not really performed to expectations. Uh, I do not understand the Pierre Agnol contract whatsoever. Like that, he, what I, I watched him up close for close to five years or maybe yep. four, three or four years. The guy is fine. He doesn't deserve seven years of term. That's just crazy. Nor, nor second line. I think he's a third line winger. And yeah. And he's a good penalty that. killer. He's fast. Right. Um, it's uh, this, this. I think that they'll be fine. They're, they'll be competent. However, their teams in the Atlantic, like they're fighting for a wildcard spot, and their theme, teams in the Atlantic, Buffalo and Ottawa in particular, who I really think made more impactful choices over the past year to 18 months, that they will um, surpass the Islanders, and the Islanders will be on the outside looking in. Totally agree. Um, I think, yeah, we're in lockstep there. Um, they didn't, yeah, Islanders didn't add anything. Their defense stays the same. Their depth forward stay the same. Um we can talk about – we can move to Pittsburgh where they added a ton of dudes. They lost a lot of dudes, and they are now the oldest team in the league. <laughs> um, they added uh, Eric Carlson, of course, in a blockbuster um, deal. Uh, Matt Nieto, uh, Nadelkovich, Ryan Graves, formerly of the Devils, Nola Chari, Lars Eller, Helberg, uh, Vinny Henestroza, Alex Nylander. Alex, Alex Nylander was there already, I think. Oh, he was. Um, they also claimed Jansen Harkins off of waivers um, in the past couple of days. Um, who he? It seems like he'll probably be in their starting lineup. Um, I yeah, I, I think he. You know, he's twenty six. He just you know couldn't get the uh, favor of Rick Bonus. Um, and uh, it seems like you know this is like one of the guys that Kyle Dubas like you know he had his eye on, he believed in, and you know. He thinks they're gonna. He's gonna be a contributor. Um, Where do you think he slides in? No, I, I think he'll play like you know either fourth line center or third line wing. Um, I'm, I don't know exactly you know how the lines are gonna shape out. You know, I do think that you know Ron Hextel signed Ricard Raquel to a big contract last off season, and um, I expect him to have a much better year than he did last year. Um, 
I, I really think Pittsburgh is just like everyone's kind of just talking about Pittsburgh like they're over the hill. Uh, you know, they're going to fight for a playoff spot. This team has generational talent on it. And yes, the generational talent is in the twilight of their careers. I don't think it matters. I think it's as pe- the way people are talking about this team is a little like the, the like the the dismissiveness that people that te- that um the the hockey world has about the penguins they're going to be shocked this year. I think I think that, you know, my other pick to win the division if the Rangers don't is Pittsburgh. You know, there's 7 7 to 1 odds to win the division plus 700 and you know, they brought in a lot of guys. They they went in, you know, out with the old, in with the new. You know, Ryan Graves, I think, is a very strong defenseman. You know, I think he stay at home. He's an upgrade over Dumoulin. Um, and, you know, I, I think that they, they definitely won the Carlson trade in terms of, like, what they had to give up. They did, they gave up, they gave up spare parts. Um. I, I think that they I think they got this. I think they're gonna make the playoffs handedly. Uh the prospect pool is very light, so I wouldn't really look down there for guys who are going to um make an impact. I mean Ty, they do have Ty Smith who cleared waivers, who I think actually will be an impact defenseman. I don't I think that he, he will like he was on the old rookie team a couple years ago. Uh as well as uh, they also brought in Andreas Janssen on a one-year deal, who Kyle Dubas knows from Toronto, um, and he's he he's shown that he can be a quality contributor, you know, like a third-line left winger, and that could definitely elevate, you know, elevate their bottom six in terms of secondary scoring. Um, this team's going to make the playoffs. I I really think they will, and I think they might win the division even. I like that take because I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm. Gensel always gets hurt. Uh, it's a contract here, though, so he'll probably stay healthy. <laughs> um, I like. I mean, I think Raquel's a fine uh, player next to Crosby. Crosby's going to put up whatever points he's projected. Um, Ninety plus easy. Rust also uh, injury candidate uh, coming off an injury actually. Um, Lars Eller. Who knows? Uh, he's a third line center. Yeah, he's quality. Uh, there, Achari's quality also battles injuries. He was really uh, good for the Leafs after they acquired him last year. Like, yeah. us, all, all of the Leafs fans were very upset that he that he left. Like, we really wanted to keep him. I was surprised he left. Um, I love Graves, same as you. Um, Turns a little long, great. but that's on. That we're not talking about four years from now. We're talking about now. Right. Are you worried about the goaltending? Hmm. It's it's a tough question. I think Nedeljkovic is a solid bounce back candidate if Jari's injured or if he falters. Um. Ultimately, I think if you go through his stats, he's he's posted in the past four years a nine oh nine in two years and a nine nineteen and a nine twenty one in the two other years. Um. I, I think the, and and like last year was technically his worst year in the four years. That being said, they, he was he's good. I, I I think that there are times where he like he he kind of makes stupid stupid decisions or lets in the odd bad one. Overall, I think he's probably in the top half of goaltenders in the NHL, and like he kind of reminds me of Frederick Anderson, just you know, like when he was in Toronto. Um, he's, he's pretty good. You know, he's been all-star a couple times. Like, I, I'm not super worried about it when they make the playoffs. I might be a bit more worried based off of the, you know, what we've seen, but overall I'm not so worried. Okay. I, I'm with you on Nadelkovich. I, he was bad last year because he was on the worst defensive team in the league. Um, he was fine when he was in Carolina. Um, so I'm not. Too down on the Delkovich. I'm more worried about Jari. Um, Jari's been good in the past, but he also is whatever last. Um, so that's my key. I'm also I okay. I'll just come out and say I actually have them missing the playoffs, which is insane. Um, 
to think, but uh, I, based on what they have on paper, but um, that's my take on that. <laughs> oh, don't tell me. You there? All right. Did you hear me say they will miss the playoffs? Yeah, I, I think that's crazy. I think I think <laughs> I, I, I frankly like you're going to bet against Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin for the second year in a row with Eric Carlson. This this offense is the most dynamic offense that Pittsburgh has seen in close to ten years. It's this is a really really strong team. They're going to put up a ton of points, ton of goals. They might give up a bunch. I, I th- happen to think their defense is underrated. I think Pierre Olivier Joseph uh, will take a step. He's you know twenty four. Defense will take a little bit more time to develop, but he's solid. Um, they got him back in the Castle trade a few years back. I, I really believe that they're they're going to do something. I, I think that they could have a wild card spot. They could win the division. They could fall anywhere in between, but they're going to make the playoffs. I think that it's a little. Like you're, I think you're really selling them short if you think that oh they're gonna miss again. I just think they're gonna give up too many goals. They're gonna score, like you said, they're gonna score a bunch, but I think they'll give up more. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. Like, no shot blockers, pretty bad. Graves does that. Graves is really yeah. solid. Graves is solid, um, but that's where I stand on that uh, we'll get to why when we cover the Atlantic but uh, let's get to their rival uh, Washington Capitals no major additions uh, except for Sandine in the middle of last year um, or toward yeah trade deadline um, they're all healthy now they got you know Backstrom's back healthy they got Wilson back uh, Kuznetsov seems happier um, Carlson's back after a scary head injury last year. Um, they should be better offensively, but not by much. Um, I don't think, I think I like Sandine a lot. Um, I don't, I don't think the Leafs should have gotten rid of him. I think that was really stupid. Um, but we, I mean, we, we can discuss this more, you know, on the Leaf segment when we record yeah. later this week. Um, he, this, this kind of goes back to like we were talking about Shane right yesterday. Players need to play, and if this guy's gonna be sitting in the press box, what are you? It's just a depreciating asset. You got a first round pick back for him. Um, it really just you know, you're just selling him before like it would just de- deteriorate again, and he wasn't gonna play that much. Um, but that's and where I think he could have been a top pairing guy. No, no, he he can't. Uh, like uh, he he's he's offensively inclined. He's not. A liability defensively, I don't think he's a top pair guy. He he could be like a number three defenseman in my opinion. Um, but I also like kind of sometimes a change of scenery is what a player needs to reinvigorate. So based off of what I was seeing, you know, we watched him play virtually full time minutes for close to two years. It, it wasn't it wasn't happening in Toronto, and, and you know it definitely affected some of the other like some of his friends in the locker room after he left. But in the same vein, I don't think it was going to work out, and he's going to be elevated in the role because he's now being placed in a top four role in Washington. And look, I hope he does succeed, uh, but I don't think he's going to elevate to that status of a top pair defenseman. Um, they added. Max Pacioretty, who's obviously on long-term IR, um, or who was and still is. Um, it'd be interesting to see what they get out of him once he's back. Um, I think they'll just simply struggle to keep pace with the up-and-coming teams we mentioned, like Ottawa, Buffalo, and Detroit. Um, I think they missed the playoffs, and I don't have a whole lot to talk about with them, to be honest. All right. Um, I have a few things that I like about them, so... Did they bring in Joel Edmondson this year? Yes. 
So that's one thing that I do like. That's an addition I like. I look at their their defensemen. They have a bunch of solid contributors that are not too old. Um, Carlson will be healthy for most of the year this year, hopefully, which is a massive factor because he was out for pretty much the entire year last year. He, did he even play 20 games? Um, so. Kemper's got to be better. I think that like they signed him to a massive deal and he really, really was not good. I expect him to be better, you know, in terms of fantasy, definitely can grab him in the later rounds. And I think that he'll be solid. Um, did they also bring in Sonny Milano this year? No, he was on there. That was, he was there last year. Um, but he's, yeah, he, he, he's a solid, you know, half a point a game. All right. Um, so while you don't have a bunch of things to talk about with the Capitals, there's a bunch of stuff that I do like about them. Um, I think that Kemper is going to rebound. He's like he's still, you know, of a normal, serviceable age. He still has. He he was really solid. You know, year over year after in Arizona and then Colorado. Don't expect him to mm-hmm. alter the way he did last year. Their defense is really good. Um, it, it lacks um, the the studs that they had back in their heyday when they had, you know, Brooks Orpik and Matt Niskanen. Like, but they have guys, you know, Farivari, he's an NHL player. Ed, Edmondson, he's an NHL player. Van like he's an NHL player. Jensen, etc. Like, all these guys are NHL guys. Uh, and that's ignoring, you know, the, the younger guys in their system um, who maybe, like Lucas Johansson, who maybe he takes a step and he gets into that top six. Um, their offense, well, I think Kuznetsov and Oshi both very likely could get traded this year because, you know, they they only have a year remaining after this year. And, you know, Oshi's 36 and Kuznetsov probably wants to go and go somewhere else at this point. Um, I think Mantha will have a good year, especially in the contract year. And, Tom Wilson's going to play this year and Carlson's going to play this year. Like this team is going to challenge. They're going to, they're going to challenge. I think that they could make the playoffs. I don't think they will. I think Ovechkin's going to score a stupid amount of goals because that's all he cares about at this point. He won his cup. He doesn't care. Like the props on DraftKings for him to score, like to score 40 goals is minus 35, 135. To score 50 is like plus 800. You know, he's over 71 and a half points minus 115. Like these are all kind of locks in my head. Um, Washington to make the playoffs is at plus 250. I don't hate it. I also think it will require some of the other teams to really falter if they want to make it, uh, which is not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. But I do think that Washington is better than people are giving them credit for. I do think that Spencer Carberry coming in a coach could definitely reinvigorate them. And um, don't sleep on Washington. I... Like you to your point about Kuznetsov and Oshi being traded, I think they'll struggle, and that's why they will be traded. And with the Manta thing, we've been trying to talk ourselves into Manta like for years, and uh, I just don't right. believe it. I do like Protas. I like Albay Kubel. I think Albay Kubel can actually. I think he deserves like a, at least a third line role. Like I can shoot. He flat out shoots. Uh, maybe they, he's just better. Uh, defensively and adds depth to that bottom six yeah. um, group. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, it's not a, it's not a matter of me not liking this group. I just think there's a, there's a few teams that are much better that didn't make the playoffs last year that will make the playoffs this year. That's, 
And like I said, the East um, that, is... that's also valid. Um, I also do think that they have a bunch of prospects in the system who they could be ready to take a jump. Like Ivan, even Marushchenko, I'm for sure butchering that name, but he's their first round pick last year. Played in the KHL, 23 games, and he's in training camp. Like maybe he's ready. Crystal, they just drafted. He probably needs more time. But Lapierre and McMichael were both highly touted guys who they drafted a couple years ago. Yeah, McMichael was in 2019 and Lapierre's in 2020. And both of them have been on the cusp, I think, for a year or so now. I expect both of those to challenge, maybe not immediately, but to take spots, especially as we get into December or January. And those, those could that could reinvigorate that team. I think McMichael definitely gets some time, especially if, obviously, if they trade Oshie and, and Kuznetsov. But, um, yeah, I think... It'll be I'm I'm nah, I'm definitely not gonna bet them to make the playoffs. I think they miss the playoffs. I think those odds are right in line with what I think. Um and then let's see, another team that I do not think will make the playoffs, it's probably no surprise, is the Philadelphia Flyers. Um they have an intriguing lineup. I like a lot of their players, I just don't think they're ready yet. So with with Philly, the interesting thing is they have the guys. They just need – it's kind of like you have all the ingredients of a cake. You just need to kind of, you know, make the batter cake batter and put it in the oven. You know, Morgan Frost and Joel Farabee, Konechny, Atkinson, Couturier. Couturier is healthy again, and he's – He's a top line set. He's forty to one to win the Selkie right now, and I would not be shocked. Like, like that's possibly like one that, like, he's one of the top defensive centers in the league. Once again, Bergeron is gone. I definitely think that Couturier being healthy coming back, people are sleeping on Philly. Will they make the playoffs? It's a question. I don't think so. They're plus seven hundred or plus six fifty, I think, to make the playoffs, which probably makes sense, but. You look at this team, you know, and they're, you know, eight, nine forwards deep. Uh, and their D is, you know, a tad light. Cam York definitely is the future of this defense and needs to take a step. Uh, but their goaltending is very solid to have Cal Peterson as a backup and Carter Hart as your starter is very solid, I think. Um and you know they have you know young guys young guys who probably are chomping at the bit to you know take that next step in Bobby Brink and Zade Wisdom and uh, on defense Oliver Bonk, for example. So I really think that um, Philly also could like they're pro- they're probably not going to make the playoffs. I agree with that. That being said, though, I think that they're going to be a lot harder to play against than people anticipate. Yeah, I I would agree. They're, if they're going to be better than last year, uh, but not by much, I would say. I mean, getting Couturier back, Couturier back is huge. Um, he struggles. I mean, he missed the year with back problems, so that's kind of worrisome. I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't flare up again, but who knows? Backs are pretty complicated. Faraby should have a bounce back year. It's easy to bounce back from based on what he did last year. Um, they get Cam Atkinson back. It's huge. Um, I love Noah Cates and Morgan Frost, like you said. Big on him. Tippett uh, had a co- nice coming out year last year. Um, but, yeah, they're they're just too shallow on the defensive side. And then I think they're still just in that, you know, developmental stage where they can make a leap next year. I don't think they make a big enough leap this year. Um, so... That is that. I think we agree on where they will end up. Um, and then we can round out this division with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, they had a pretty weird, awkward um, hiring of Mike Babcock. That was short-lived. Um, player-wise, they added Damon Severson, Adam Fentilli uh, through the draft, and uh, even Provorov. They get back Zach Wierenski, who's you know a top tier defenseman when he's playing um he's a stud he's a stud so i love what they got and i love what they have along with the young guys with marchenko kent johnson and then the aforementioned uh, adam fantilli so um obviously i don't think well not obviously but 
I don't see them making the playoffs. Um, I think goaltending is going to be their bugaboo, um, but also guys like Patrick Laine, um, you know, he's he's played less than 60 games in back-to-back seasons. Um, it's kind of a struggle for him for whatever reason. And then um, I think just a matter of them not having enough. I think they're close, but I just don't see it. So in Columbus, I think that they possibly have the strongest defensive core in the NHL. Um, Provorov, Saverson, Wierenski are all, I would say, top four defensemen. Then you also have Boakvist and Jake Bean and Andrew Peake and Eric Goodbranson. Um, That's really, really – and Nick Blankenberg too. Um, That's that's a very, very high quality across the board in terms of – and with depth. And I think that I don't think another team can compete with them one to eight. Maybe they don't have, you know, one of the top 10 defensemen in the NHL, but Wierenski, I think, is on that fringe. And But even after that, you know, they ha- they just come, come at you wave after wave with guys who can move the puck, who can defend, who can score. And, you know, they're just very serviceable and versatile. Their offense, I would say, is kind of strong, too. I think that their real weakness is center. Um, because you don't really have a number one center on their team. I don't think Vasilevich is number one center and possibly not a number two. Jenner, is he even a full-time center? Uh, Corrales not. I think Texier is, you know, after a year uh, in Europe, will come back and he's going to, you know, get back to, you know, be being one of those emerging young good players in the NHL that he was prior to taking a year in Europe um, where there was some some issue i recall exactly the details of why he wasn't in uh, you know in north america last year is fantilly play is fantilly expected to play this year yes because yes. i so if he is like that could be you know the sol- the solving of all their problems you have a first line of line Gaudreau, and fantilly that could really invigorate this team and you know merzlikens really was solid before he just kind of fell off the face of the earth last year. So I kind of expect a rebound in the same vein. I think Columbus very much could be sorry, um, challenging for a playoff spot. Like, I really do. You go through it, and, like, Ken Johnson is the second in the league, and Cole Sillinger is the second in the league. And, like, these are good players, and they're strong, and they have the depth. I don't see why everyone thinks, like, oh, Columbus is going to be terrible again. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll be awful, but I just don't see them. I don't see them leapfrogging any of these, any of the past playoff contenders from, or playoff teams from last year, nor the, you know, two or three teams that will probably make a larger leap. I think they're in the similar vein with the Flyers where they'll be a tougher matchup throughout the year i just don't see it being enough to even get close to a playoff spot there's just i mean obviously there's there's a limited amount of spots and <laughs> to make the playoffs and so i don't think they'll get enough um points to do that so um i mean i'm with you on the fact that they will be stronger the young guys will contribute immediately um they did last year and they will again um so I think that's just where, it, you know, there's just a uh, limited amount of spots and it's unfortunately they'll fall flat or fall short of it. They're not going to score. They're not going to put up 59 points again. That'd be, that would mean like half their lineup gets hurt or something. Um, right. So. Um, I, I, I think that the, the, you mentioned, you wanted, you mentioned line a and how he struggles to stay healthy and everything like that. Line a, if he's fully healthy, is the most talented goal scorer in the Metro. Like, that shot is just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievably elite. Best I mean, like, you can go and say him or Ovechkin, but I think that line A is Ovechkin, but uh, 12 years younger. Um, so I, I would just, you know, pick the, you know, 26-year-old or 25-year-old over the guy in his late 30s. 
but line eight, line eight is, you know, like, you know, eight to one odds to score 40 goals. He's 45 to one to lead the division scoring. Um, I love Patrick line this year as, you know, a fantasy guy, you could grab him, you know, probably in uh, the early double digit rounds, like, you know, the 11th round, maybe, 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 you know, like rounds nine or 10. And I think he's a very, very solid player who could surprise a lot of people that, oh, I'm Patrick Line, and I still got him. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, he has Goudreau setting him up on, you know, his opposite wing and hopefully a competent center. I, I think that, you know, don't sleep on Line to do a lot of good things this year. I, yeah, I, it's literally just the, Injury history that scares me. That's it because he's all world wrister, got the hardest wrister probably in the league, um, and so it's it's not a matter of can he. It's a matter of can you just stay healthy? Um, you know, which is true. Yeah, that's it. But he didn't have these problems in Winnipeg, so I think he can. It's a you know in short that I think he can. Yeah, agreed. Um, that'll wrap it up for the Metro Division. Uh, apologies for all the interruptions. We were just having some connection issues. We'll try to stitch it all together for you so it's a little smoother than we experienced. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Definitely listen to the uh, the other episodes we've recorded for division previews. Give Sports Ethos a follow. Give us a follow. On uh, Twitter, of course, um, both uh, me, Joe, and uh, Dovey as well. Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate the listens, and we will see you shortly for the last division preview in the Atlantic. All right. Looking forward. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Joe. Yep. All right. Talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.